The UFC 263 was an event where I feel like Nate Diaz dominated the headlines. Um, surprisingly, Nick Diaz managed to take a couple of headlines too. Um, both these guys now look set to fight again this year. So I ask the question, what is next for the Diaz brothers? Before I do, my name's Rahul J. Chan. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. Please do subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. So yeah, as I started this video saying, uh, Nate Diaz, in my opinion, dominated the headlines going into the fight with his antics in the um in the press conference um just his presence on embedded some of the things that he said in interviews with people like kevin ioli which is something that you don't see on a regular basis um and then obviously coming out of the fight itself even though he lost he came out with some credit because of that last minute in the fifth round um nate diaz managed to keep his star firmly intact and with that aside i kind of feel like it just his presence just showed that he's a star amongst very high level popular fighters because that card was stacked it had two title fights and it had people like israel adesanya on there uh, marvin vittori who was trying to become the first ever italian ufc champion which i, I probably heard that sentence uh, 3432 times during fight week so you know there was there was a lot of um, momentum going into the event and there was a lot of big names on the card but i feel like nate diaz is the guy that managed to keep establishing himself as the biggest star because he kept taking away all of the headlines um nick diaz as well again like i said uh when dana white <clears throat> was asked during his media engagements about nick diaz this is the first time dana white has been positive about nick diaz fighting again in the ufc in literally years and dana white said it looks like nick diaz will be making a return to the octagon at some point this year and then obviously during the fight week he, he he joined the entourage and supported nate diaz we had the nick diaz army back in tack in full force um he was there helping nate diaz prepare for the fight on fight day warming up with him and then we even saw nick diaz at the post-fight press conference where nate diaz sparked up a big fat spliff and passed it to his older brother like a good little boy so yeah, what's next for both of these guys? So it's very difficult to talk about both of them as one entity because obviously they're both their own men. They're both individual fighters. So let's look at Nick Diaz first. Personally, I would not want to see him fight at middleweight, right? Because we know his last fight was at middleweight, but that was back in 2015. And that was almost like a, a super fight at the time uh, because it was an opportunity for him to fight Anderson Silva. Now I know... That wasn't when Anderson Silva was a champion. And I know Nick Diaz was coming off of two defeats, um, GSP and prior to that, Carlos Condit. But they were still big, massive names in the sport, right? Um, but Nick Diaz's fighting style, Nick Diaz's frame, um, he's not a guy that has a lot of physical strength and relies on that to impose himself on his opponent. Um, in this day and age, coming off a... He hasn't fought since 2015, so a six-year layoff. Um, I wouldn't want to see him come back at middleweight. I, I don't think that would be a wise decision on Nick Diaz's part or the UFC's part. Um, I feel like it's, it's so difficult to match up Nick Diaz because he's a guy that is a star. Same as his younger brother. People might have forgotten. Yeah, I might have forgot. 
But Nick Diaz was a tremendously huge star when he was an active fighter. Um, even before he joined the UFC, like I personally feel, and it might just be because I'm a fanboy, uh, but while he was at Strike Force, I would have even then put him as a top five, top ten star in the sport. Right. And he wasn't even fighting for the primary organization. He didn't have that big machine behind him. But he's a guy that everybody who followed the sport was aware of. And he's a guy that everyone was clamoring to have joined the UFC roster because all we wanted to see was Nick Diaz against GSP back then. So with all that being said, he's a guy that is a has the star who has the the drawing power of um, a main event fighter but like i say he's been inactive for six years so we don't know what we're going to get so we need to match him with a bit of um with a bit of trepidation need a bit bit need to be a bit careful like people are here talking about jorge masvidal um and, and and names like that and i'm thinking to myself hold on hold on hold your horses just for a minute like we don't know if he's still got it right we don't know whether he is the same fighter that was operating back in 2015 um when i made a video about nick diaz previously I did say I'd love to see him fight someone like Donald Cerrone. And I think that would be a, a good fight for Donald Cerrone at this stage in his career. And I think that would be um, a good um, barometer, a good measuring stick for Nick Diaz to see, is he still the same Nick Diaz or is has that phase of his life passed him by? Has he lost some of what he once had? So... Um, It's difficult to list out names at this stage, but for me, Carlos Condit keeps jumping out. Even though Carlos Condit's been more active, I feel like Carlos Condit has shown um, that he is a guy that isn't operating at the level that he once was. He's not at the peak of his powers. Um, there's history there. And that fight would make sense. And to me personally, I would be happy for that to be a co-main event of a numbered event. Do you know what I mean? Seeing Nick Diaz back against Carlos Condit, history there, and these two guys facing off again for a second time. Because, because, because the first time they fought, it was a close fight. Who remembers? Was it rounds one, two, and five? No, Nick Diaz won rounds one, two, and five. I think I was one of those people that kept saying that over and over again. And I don't even know if it was those three rounds, but I, 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 I just have in my head one, two, and five. Um... That's what I would like to see him do. Carlos Condit or Donald Cerrone. Um, I would have said Matt Brown, but then after seeing what he done over the weekend, I don't know whether that's a wise move because Matt Brown seems to be close to where he once was, you know? And I feel like, I don't want to say, like, what I don't want to see is Nick Diaz come back against someone that was fighting at the same time that Nick Diaz was once fighting. Um, and when they, when Nick Diaz was at his peak, a guy that Nick Diaz, I feel like, would have beaten quite comprehensively. And then he comes back and fights someone like a Matt Brown and uh, gets exposed just because he's just not as good as what he once was. So I feel like we need to be careful and we need to find an opponent that fits the criteria of someone that can... Um, that can headline or be up there on a card with Nick Diaz, um, but also not be someone that is clearly a top, top, top welterweight who's 
at his or at his or close to his peak. <clears throat> now Nate Diaz is a funny one for me because look, he said he wants to fight in the next three months or so, right? In the pre uh, in the post fight press conference, and he's pretty set on wanting to fight at welterweight. Now. It's difficult now to sit here and say, who should he fight next? The name that keeps jumping out at me is Jorge Masvidal, because Jorge Masvidal seems like he wants to fight again um, later this year, October, November time or something like that. That will probably fit into Nate Diaz's requirements. Sorry, I keep burping. Um, and also, it's a fight that Nate Diaz wanted to run back because of how the first fight ended. Now... It's pretty fair to say Jorge Masvidal was dominating that fight with Nate Diaz. Um, but there is that little glimmer of, there is that little glimmer of what if, what if the ref didn't, so what if the doctor didn't stop that fight on cuts? What if, what would have happened? Because we saw what happened when Nate Diaz uh, managed to get the last minute of the fifth round with Leon Edwards and he had him in trouble. Could he have done that with Jorge Masvidal? You know, so there is a question there. But I think one of the things that um, I haven't really seen a lot of people talk about, um, and it might just be because it's a figment of my imagination, um, is the fact that Nate Diaz took this fight with Leon Edwards. And I was surprised that he took this fight with Leon Edwards. Um, just because Leon Edwards didn't scream, uh, scream to me to be the type of fighter that Nate Diaz would have been interested in, um, that he took the fight. And Nate Diaz is talking about wanting to be active and wanting to fight in the next three or four months. And I don't know how many fights that Nate Diaz has left on his contract. But for some reason in my head, I feel like he's got three fights left. And I don't know if I heard someone say that or where I've got this information from. I feel like I might have heard Ara Hawani say it or something like that. Is there, a, is there a possibility that all Nate Diaz is trying to do is fight out his contract? Fight out his contract, not really too concerned about individual paydays and trying to get the most money out of the next fight and agreeing to sign an extension to the deal that he has because he just wants the biggest payday in his next payday is he looking at the landscape of combat sports in general right now looking at all of these fights that are happening on Triller um these fights with the Paul brothers you know Jake Paul's been calling Nate Diaz out <clears throat> on a regular basis is he looking around and thinking to himself, hold on a minute, I'm a star up in this bitch. And if I walk away from the UFC, I could probably write down whatever number I want on a piece of paper and someone will be willing to pay me to fight someone for that number. I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like that might be the game plan for Nate Diaz. I feel like he's here now willing to explore just exactly what his market value is and not have that value dictated to him by the UFC. Um, it's quite funny because actually he's, he's been quite vocal about this and, and, and I wanted to make a video, a separate video about this topic about um, MMA fighters coming out and talking about how, um, oh, why is, why is Jake Paul making so much money and why do we not get made, why do, why do we not make um, as much money? It's because nobody, not nobody's a, wrong, a strong word, but not as many people are, are willing to pay to see you. Which is why you're not making as much money. Nate Diaz is a guy where people are willing to pay to see him. So, 
it would make sense for him to explore that market to see exactly what his worth is, to see exactly what people are willing to pay him to box a Jake Paul, to, I don't know, box a Oscar De La Hoya. Do you know what I mean? There's all this crazy stuff that's going on at the moment. Um, there's other organisations out there that I'm pretty sure would be willing to pay Nate Diaz for a fight in their organisation. I mean, he could probably command a big, massive payday from Bellator for a one-off fight. It wouldn't even have to be a three-fight deal or whatever. It would be, all right, yeah, I'll come and fight Douglas Lima. Just give me X amount. It's similar to how boxing works, even. I feel like there's this scope for this for Nate Diaz. And um, I don't know, man. I might be completely wrong. He might have six fights left on his deal. I might be talking complete and utter nonsense because obviously I don't know how many fights he has left on his deal. But if he's only got two or three fights left, he could bang those out against whoever. He could just have those fights. And even if he loses, the same way he lost against... You know, let's, let's not forget, he got dominated in that fight. That last minute is where he, he managed to grab some of that kind of... Um, I don't know what the right word is, but grab some of that back with that shot. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I feel like he could go out and he could lose two guys and he would still maintain that same level of star power and he could go out to the marketplace and say, why? What are you willing to pay me to, 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 to box? Do you want me to box? I can box. But I'd be really interested to see how all of this pans out. Let me know what you guys think. Put your comments below. Don't be scared to hit the like button if you've enjoyed this. Share this with a friend. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I'll catch you guys next time.